Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Log Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsche. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasatman. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadet. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant. Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solutions Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guest by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Jody Susan. We're uh, we're live today with self cell care, 
Um, and I am so excited uh, to bring on my guest, uh, Shannon Myers. And uh, Shannon is a certified mental health integrative medicine provider. And, you know, in my circles, top level, well, okay, we, yeah, that's good. You know, wait till you learn. <laughs> it's way more. <laughs> so I sent Shannon a text message um, after I had a chance to go through her bio and I said, hey, rock star. Yeah, we're going to have to do two shows. So let me bring on Shannon and I'm uh, going to let you uh, see all the goodness and listen to all the goodness. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Really, really good. Um, you know, I was going to start the show this morning. And so if everybody to, if you're wearing um, AirPods or anything at your ears, protect your ears right now. Cause I'm just going to, someone showed me doing this on the show before they were clearing energy. So I bought myself some little chimes, whatever. Okay. That was just kind of fun, right? <laughs> so we're clearing energy this morning to bring in the great space. And because um, I'm a big person on energy medicine, I think like you are. And, um, so tell the world, uh, please tell the world about your story, how, you know, how you came, because it's, it's transformational, you know, mm -hmm. so. So I am a, a trauma-informed integrative medicine provider. I also practice energy. So I'm very root cause focused, mind, body, spirit, and energy. And, you know, I have, I have a trauma history and I had a ton of chronic illnesses and I had probably three different times in my life where, you know, I, I was almost near death um, with a, a, just a ton of stuff going on. I, you know, I had cancer, autoimmunity, um, OCD, PTSD. I mean, just I had there was at one point I was carrying around like a bag of medications. I had 14 different medications in there and I could barely walk from my house to to go get in the, the mail. And I didn't have that, that long of a driveway. Um, and, and so during my youth, I was very focused on holistic health, but then in my twenties, I decided, you know, let me try out the medical model and see, and see how that works. And I, yeah. I wasn't getting any Oops. answers. <laughs> Oops. I tried, you know, I tried it all. I'd seen about 50 different doctors and it was like, no, I'm going to look at you from here to here. I'm going to look at, you know, this or that. And, you know, it, it, it finally, after the birth of my daughter, she'll be turning six here very soon. You know, I, I'm, I'm working for the state, I'm running a business, and I I don't even have enough energy to, to care for my child. I'm getting an MRI to rule out MS, like at night, <laughs> at night at the hospital so that I could go to work and, and care for my child. I'm there with like a, a breast a breast pump, you know, I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is my life. Like, this is, this is not how I want to be living. And I'm like, what am I going to do about this? Like, what am I, how I'm, how am I going to save myself? And then what am I going to do with my career? Because this is, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, so in, I, I've had my own private practice for a really long time. And so I was like, I'm going to 
I am going to add medicine providers that are more functionally and root cause focused. Like I've, I've done my due diligence in the medical model. I've assessed everything. I'm getting diagnosis upon diagnosis and I'm not getting any root cause answers. And here I am trauma informed. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm getting re-traumatized in the process. Oh yeah. <clears throat> you know, of, of trying Dude. to figure this out. Right. And so I went, you know, I went and I, I hired um, a nutritionist. I went and hired uh, a functional medicine doctor. I, you know, I got into therapy, I, you know, all of the things. I did all of these root cause things. And it was, it was very enlightening. So one of my root causes was like a mold illness and undiagnosed celiac and untreated hypothyroidism and trauma, you know, all of these things. Um, and so I was like, okay, so here's some things I can take action on. And so as I'm going around to my functional and integrated providers in my town here, I realized, oh, they're not trauma informed either. Um, so this is like more of the same and we're getting to the root cause, but I'm getting a little hypervigilant as to looking at this because they're saying, do this, do that. You got to do it this way or, or that way. And they're getting kind of too much into to the roots and not into like me. <laughs> well, right. And, uh, and I'll just say, you know, um, people, uh, first of all, you're a rarity, right? Most people don't understand the connection between trauma yeah. and food sensitivities, trauma, exactly. pain, trauma, 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 which makes you such an important person in this world right now because the whole yeah. world has been traumatized. So, yes, we're in a, we're experiencing a collective trauma, and, you know, and all the traumas are systems traumas. So there, you can't really find a person that hasn't been traumatized, you know, right? <clears throat> so, so with that, I realized, okay, I, I'm healing, but what am I going to do? Like, how how am I going to bring my work more forward? Because I, like I said, during this whole time, I still had my own private practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and what am I going to do now? I had to go through the stages of anger and grief and acceptance and all of this, right? Um, to be able to 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 get to a point where I can make a decision as to how how am I going to serve? Like what, how I'm going to integrate this experience and how am I going to serve? And so I I actually t- took went back to school. So I I have like eight years of college, and so I. I did some more training to become a certified mental health integrative medicine provider because I am a type of person where mental health medications cause adverse effects for me, just genetically. I've done a lot of precision medicine work. I'm an expert in that field. Um, you know, I do pharmacogenomic panels. Like wait, I wait, love wait, what's that pharmaco. Uh, what? <laughs> so a pharmacogenomic panel okay, wait, is a panel to three times fast, and I want to see if you can get it out because I'm just kind of pharmacogenomic, pharmacogenomic, pharmacogenomic. pharmacogenomic. <laughs> yeah. So these, so pharmacogenomics uh, or precision medicine is the study of your genetics plus your health conditions um, and how your genes and medications all interact. Um, and and it tells you how you metabolize medications and not everyone metabolizes them in the same way, given your, given your genetics diagnosis and the different, um, how that interplays. It's all, every, it's all interconnected. And so I've done work in this field. And so I'm looking at my genetic data because, because what integrated medicine includes genetic and genomic information. And I quite literally cannot take things like aspirin, <laughs> 
I cannot take things like mental health medications. I have all the adverse effects and then um, none of the benefits. Yeah. Uh, Sister, can I just show you something? Yes. So that's how those medications Uh showed up for me. 234 pounds later, I was 125 pounds. Right. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and anytime I was on medication, I, I, uh, I gained a hundred pounds from the same medications that Shannon was likely on. So go ahead. Yes, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I tried them out. You know, I'm very curious. I'm like, let's see, let's see how this works. Uh, and it didn't work. Yeah, my mental health was getting worse. My physical health was getting worse, and it was because simply it wasn't the solution for me. Not for not for my culture. Not for my genes. Not for my trauma history. It wasn't for me. And so what was for me was for integrative medicine. I have treated my mental health through the actual, the medicine that I actually use with my clients um, in a trauma-informed way. And for me, it's just, it's, it's very, it's so healing to be able to use natural solutions and to just have energy from, you know, I got up at like 5 a.m. this morning. I'll be going until until bedtime tonight and that and that for me to have like all of those spoons to have all that energy um I'm so grateful yeah me too I hear you Mm -hmm. I I hear you uh you know similar health journey and actually started in Iowa (laughs) (laughs) so it was funny as you know um uh my uh, fiance and I were in Iowa uh, what two weeks ago right when you were coming back from out of town and we were sharing about brain health and um and emotional well-being and it occurred to me that's where my journey started however (laughs) so um so you know i love for you know first of all i was manifesting i you know um things have been kind of you know, busy. And I was looking through your, the questions. So uh, for the listening mm-hmm. audience, I always ask my guests to submit a few questions just in case we have downtime or, you know, I have a brain fart. And um, <laughs> so, you know, I was reading it through last week and um, I had been manifesting someone with your stature to come on and talk about the connection between food sensitivities and trauma, because I understand this on a very intimate, intimate level. So I had mm-hmm. 135 different food sensitivities, which I reversed all of them mm-hmm. um, uh, by getting, you know, by putting the brain in a theta state uh, using our bot. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear, I would love for you to share with everybody, really, what is this connection between trauma and how the body sees food? when you eat it, when you're in a traumatized state and all that? Oh, okay. So that's a big question. And I, I mean, I do agree with you. Um, there's, there's a lot of evidence and research for this. So when I was at my sickest, I could not eat. I was down to two foods and I wasn't able to eat um, those even well. You know, I was kind of down to like white plain rice and chicken and the rice wasn't working well and the chicken wasn't working well. I couldn't eat anything. Uh, my body was just so traumatized. I, I was an actively PTSD at that time. Um, and, and, and it's it's not like this mysterious thing. I mean, it's very evidence-based uh, by way of our body. So 
Dr. Gabor Mate, you know, he talks about a lot of his research. If anyone hasn't ever read the book, When the Body Says No. Oh, no, I have not heard it. When the Body Says No is what you're calling. Yes, okay. I have it here. Um, I, it's one of my favorites and it, and it kind of explains a little bit about, you know, his research, he's an MD and he's really a leader in the, in the field of trauma. He explains and reminds me about the, the psycho neuro endocrine immune system. Mm -hmm. So our brain is connected to our gut. Okay. And trauma changes the brain. Okay, so trauma changes the brain through the gut-brain access um, through our autonomic nervous system, which includes the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems, okay? And so our our gut-brain access is connected, So it's, and it's bidirectional. So it's getting information from the guts going to the brain. 80% you know, of that information is going uh, from gut to the brain, and then the brain is sending information from brain back to the gut. So our physical mental health is very much connected, but so is our immune system. So about 70, 70% of our, our immune system comes from our gut. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I know that to be true. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I study gut health and uh, the brain gut connection as well. Yes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's happening now when our body is in a, in a trauma response, fight, flight, freeze, mm-hmm. feign, fawn, any of that and and our early life experiences with food okay can play into how our food is metabolized i mean we really have to be in a regulated state in that ventral vagal part of our body to be able to rest and digest our food mm-hmm. now i'm also an ex- um an expert at environmental illnesses which includes lime mold you know all of that heavy metals, all of that. And so I see a lot of uh, food sensitivities with my clients with environmental illness, but this is also an environmental trauma. So what happens with our body? So we actually have about, we have eight senses and one of the senses is called neuroception. So neuroception is uh, how we're responding to everything in our environment kind of all at the same time. And it's not, it's beyond our conscious awareness. And what happens with food is we start to couple things like I'm having a, and it's unconsciously, like I'm having a reaction, my gut's having a reaction. So it had to be to the food that I just ate. So behind our conscious awareness, this is coupling this together. And then also with our body in trauma, we're not able to rest and digest. And so behind our unconscious awareness, our body is so smart and wise. And we, we basically create these stories are following the state of our, of our health. Like I got, I had um, gut dysfunction after eating. And so I can't eat that anymore. You know, is what we're saying. And our body subconsciously is responding to that by going into trauma responses when we are eating that food. Now it's very, there's so many layers here. Like it's not just that, you know, it's also the, what food are you eating? Do you have an undiagnosed um, you know, other like root cause condition. Mm-hmm. Is it celiac? Is it hypothyroidism? Do you have mold? Is it Lyme? What other things are happening? Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't think about the impact of mold. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a big one. I mean, I, I had talked, you know, toxic brain, right? Yeah. Me and, too. Yeah. Right. And right. so, 
Um, and I really focus on environmental illness as well. I don't mm -hmm. really, I don't, uh, I don't narrate it that way. I just talk about removing, you know, the three T's, the toxins mm -hmm. and traumas and the negative thoughts from your right. environment so that you, you know, um, you know, so you can live your fullest life basically. Right. And, um, yeah, mold is very specific and I, you know, I hesitate to get into it because it's such a long journey. I treat mold, but it, it many people who, who have like mold illness have to leave their homes because 50% of buildings, um, their sick building syndrome is the thing. They have to leave their homes. I had to leave my, my workplace, my home, uh, everything that I had. Um, and then, you know, put together an integrative medicine protocol, which does include, you know, binders and, um, and things like that. I've got a, um, I've got a infrared sauna and, you know, high levels of glutathione, right. you know, as well. And then low mold foods, right? Like you can't go back to eating Jeez. really moldy <laughs> foods. Yeah. So, you know, and it's interesting. Um, so there's some new information out around mold and I had the people on the show and it's a company called Pure Maintenance. Mm. What the, have you heard of them yet? Mm -mm. So cool. So you don't have to leave your house for good and you don't have to throw out all your clothing and you don't mm -hmm. have any of that. Are they encapsulating things? Um, in a way. So first of all, what they do is they go in and they fog the entire home yeah. using hydrogen peroxide, vinegar, and mm -hmm. something else I forgot, but it's pure maintenance. It's what it's called. Mm -hmm. And so we've they got a local provider that can do things that I have clients work with. These guys are nationwide and they have franchises mm -hmm. now all over. So great. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and it's cheap. I mean, that's good because that's a big barrier to, to resolving mold illness. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think it's like a thousand dollars or 1200 or mm -hmm. something like that. I mean, it's per square foot. I think it's like eight, $80 or $60, somewhere between mm -hmm. 60 and $80 per square. That's foot. great. So the point being that, um, and it lasts, you know, uh, the evidence that they have, it can last for about um, 18 months. Mm -hmm. And it puts in spikes, like um, invisible spikes. So if mm -hmm. a bacteria, mold, or virus, whatever comes into the space, it gets mm -hmm. caught into those spikes. Mm -hmm. So it's actually always working. So it makes, you know, when um, we moved, when Andrew and I moved into this home, uh, there was mold. And we cleared it up in like three hours. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. I like that solution too. I have a lot of people that are, you know, they're renting. Mm -hmm. They're in an apartment and um, legally they, they don't have any, um, it's hard to get tested for one, you know, because the landlord's saying, oh, this is mold free. But if the, the environment is moldy, I can feel it in 90 minutes. I can, my, I can feel that. And my body's not lying because it knows, it knows the trauma. It knows that it's being triggered. Um, well, I mean, and, and that's spot on, right? So mm -hmm. um, I lived in, when I uh, got sick um, or became disabled, I was sick for decades, but when I became disabled, I was living in an mm -hmm. apartment in Palatine. It was a four unit building built in the late 1800s. And um, the air ducts had not been cleaned, like probably since the oh, yeah. that went up. So Ooh. I actually just paid for it. I'm on disability, but 
but I paid mm-hmm. for it because I wanted my life back. Right. Yeah. So then, mm-hmm. um, and, and I didn't know about peer maintenance at that time. And quite frankly, I don't think that they were around. Um, Probably and, not. And cause that was like 2014, 2015. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, I went downstairs into the basement and, you know, for people who are listening to this, this is what you want to know. If you have mold anywhere in the home, it's everywhere in the home, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, cause it, it travels. Um, yeah. and it was, it was in our basement and you know, you're right. The, they don't have, the government doesn't have any mandates about, you know, they'll, man, they'll mandate a lot of things. We won't talk mm-hmm. about it today, <laughs> but they won't mandate that you get the mold out of the house. So, um, anyway, sorry. Anyway, so we're wrestling with a huge trauma trigger because individuals, I mean, it changes your brain to to have an environmental illness. I mean, it is, it's like a brain injury and you have to retrain your brain. I love the DNRS system and some of the brain retraining systems, um, to be able to, to get out of some of those thought loops because the brain you are you are in a PTSD situation after environmental illness because your body is so smart and it's trying to keep you away from things that could be harmful in the environment but what happens with that is it closes up your world it, it's very isolating and your body is having very physical symptoms it's not just in your head like you're actually having symptoms within your body based on the environment um, and, and it's working together. It's not just your brain, but it's also the environment. And this is a serious issue. You know, when you see people getting um, sick from getting into new buildings, you know, with the VOCs, right? Oh, like the paint yeah, yeah, and the yeah. carpeting. And they're getting, neuro- like they're, they're getting neurotoxins being blasted into their body through the carpet. You know, what is happening here? This is, this is a serious thing. You know, we need to be looking at our mattresses, all of the stuff. Organic mattress now. Me too. I got a bamboo mattress. Yes. Oh, I didn't do bamboo. I love that idea. Bamboo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, so yeah, I was always having problems when I was back in the nineties, when I launched the debit card program, um, prior to getting into wellness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oops. Yeah. Um, So they were, you know, we, uh, the president of the company, was smoking cigarettes right outside my office. Mm-hmm. They're painting in the office. You know, these are all things that will compromise your immune system, will impact uh-huh. your brain health. Um, and one of the things that Andrew and I wanted to show you, really me, because it's not his gig. I mean, he uses it all the time like I do, <laughs> is this bod. Because yeah. when you wear it, right? Mm-hmm. And we actually, we went to this uh, frequency and vibration party last night, right? Mm. Of, uh, in Lake Bluff. You're wild. Yeah, it's all called, I think it was called, it was the Bee Market, which is where we held it. And the group is Bee Conscious. They are amazing. It um, sounds awesome. Oh, you have no idea. You know, mm-hmm. when you can go to a gathering mm-hmm. and come out with more energy than what you left, mm-hmm. that's a cool that's cool. That's thing. a cool deal. Yeah, I love that. Especially for us empaths, right? So Yeah, when you can feel the you know I'm an energy healer too, so it's like I'm getting into a room and I'm clearing it. I, I practice Reiki. Um so yeah. yeah. So that's what we did. So all of us did the room. Mm-hmm. Uh went so her name is um it's Jennifer. I wanna say it's Burkhart, and let me just make sure I have that right, because I'm just gonna 
um, we just met last week. Yeah, Jennifer Burkhart, right? And um, so she's a light worker. She cleared the room with, I think she called it weaving, time weaving. And oh. So, oh, it was poetic. It gives me yeah. chills. Mm-hmm. You could feel it. Yeah, there's a type of light worker that's, that does the weaving, you know, with the timelines and, and things like that. I love that. I love that she knows that about herself. Oh, I mean, and I guess she's known this since she was 16. She's, I think she's in mm-hmm. her 40s. Um, and so we all were in a circle and she, we, all of us, you know, held the energy and then, mm-hmm. um, and then she did the light weaving. And, you know, you really, you want to close your eyes, be present with God, but I'm like, yeah, I'm going to open my eyes and peek at this because this is cool shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll hold energy another day. Let me see what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, she's a bright light for sure. And it looks like we have some comments here. Let's see what we have here. So grand rising, beautiful ladies. Thank you so much for this. This is from Naima Latif. This is our executive producer. Yeah. Uh, She says, thank you so much for this information. I'm sharing this show with several friends who appear to have eating disorders manifesting as extreme obesity. What a surprise. I had that too. Um, Who also suffered abuse in childhood, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do people determine if an eating disorder is rooted in childhood trauma? So that is a great question. And I will just say that um, we have to go to commercial. So (laughs) I'm going to pause on the question and I'm going to let you answer that. Is that cool? So you you have a couple minutes to think about it. Okay, great. (laughs) All right, hold on here. Let's see what we got here. So, Hi, I'm Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Susan Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses, and we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Susan Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. All right, one more commercial or two. Hold on. This one doesn't have a video. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution. Monday, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit ZeldaSpeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the Mindfulness Flash 
stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of Mindfulness on Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. With a simple blood test and food plan, Susan Essentials will help your business, your family, and you eliminate toxins and create a step-by-step plan to nourish your mind, body, and spirit. Click here to learn more. Okay, so we are back. And I just want to say that uh, if you want to call into the show and ask any questions, you can dial 515-605-9325. Press one to speak. You can, add, you know, you get to talk to Shannon. You can talk to me. Um, and uh, so the question, I'm going to put this, are you okay? You, you okay there? You need a minute. Yes. Take a minute. The ragweed here is wild. My allergies. So, so, okay. I'm really glad that you're mentioned. So I had a hunt. I mean, environmental <coughs> allergies, including things like ragweed, everything environmental. I got rid of it using this in the Healy. Wonderful. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have, I, I, I don't know if we're going to make it back out to Iowa or not. Uh, this, like we were trying to go out in the next month or so, but, um, the Healy, which is down here. Hold on. Let me just, hold on. <coughs> So this is the Healy and it connects with your, your like iPhone or whatever your phone or your iPad. And it has a hundred, uh, over 144,000. It started with 144,000 frequencies and it's healing for dummies, quite frankly. (laughs) You know, oh, you have a skin problem. You can run that, but we know that's liver, right? So we're not making you become understand the anatomy of your body. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we're letting you understand, stick with your symptomatic, but we're going to address it on a root cause using frequency right. medicine. And um, and this combined with VOD, so the reason the two were so good is this one <laughs> brings the brain in a theta state. So right. we had this VOD party, I'll call it my own VOD, it wasn't a VOD party, but it became one. Um, so yesterday when we were at this uh vibration healing um party we brought three of these and mm-hmm. just let everybody play right and you know there were a couple people who are very sound sensitive and you know mm-hmm. we'd have to find a way to work around it we have workarounds but the majority of the people one person had ringing in her ears gone mm-hmm. in like 15 minutes um you know just whatever trauma that they have if uh they're able to get it from whatever like a 10 to let's say a five Mm -hmm. and or to a zero in some cases in a short period of time it usually takes about 20 minutes to get it to a zero not 10. it -hmm. depends on the depth as you probably would imagine of the depth of the trauma but Mm um we've reviews we've uh used this for um nicotine addictions um, as sugar addictions, and mm-hmm. it puts the brain in a theta state. Um, so, you know, between the two of these, this one actually has a frequency to reverse 
food sensitivities, uh, helps with thyroid. I mean, all these different mm-hmm. things. That's not cleared by the FDA. What's cleared by the FDA is pain. What's cleared uh-huh. in Germany is fibromyalgia. That's great. Yeah. Another uh, symptom. Well, right, because fibro mm-hmm. is it. Well, we we all know fibro is a disease of exclusions, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. really, for me. And I don't know that this is the official definition. I look at it as toxic overload. Your body's trying to get rid of these toxins and it doesn't know which orifice mm-hmm. to go to first, right? <laughs> it's like, get I it out of my body. Trauma survivors too. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, both, right? Like, Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I believe, and, and I don't know if you would articulate it this way, but I think that when we're in a traumatized state, yeah, for such a long period of time, which I was, you know, since childhood, um, our body starts to see all foods as a predator because right. it's in defense mode. And so that's how, uh, and so for me, I had to calm my brain. I have been using that for seven years. Um, you know, it doesn't go, I don't go anywhere without it. <laughs> I love it. It's kind of like the American Express card, right? <laughs> And it's just a little bigger than American Express card. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> if it works, I mean, keep using it. Great. Yeah, and um, oh, we have a couple comments here. So we've got, okay, Grand Rising. Oh, wait, let's go. And we, Okay, so we've got, um, let's go here. Okay, so let's go to back to the question. So what okay. Naima wants to know, um, so she's saying, I'm sharing this show with several friends who appear to have mm-hmm. eating disorders manifesting as extreme obesity, mm-hmm. um, which by the way, that's not always the case. I will just say that because I was under so much stress this last couple of years, I gained 20 pounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have an eating disorder. My eating is spot on, but my stress isn't spot on. Okay. Yeah. Your cortisol levels. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want people to always think that the connection is about the amount of food that you eat. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's sometimes part of the thing from the truth. Um, mm-hmm. So she says, who also suffered abuse in childhood. How do people determine if an eating distor- disorder is rooted in childhood trauma? Go for that. <laughs> okay. So thank you. So I'm going to answer this, but I'm going to put a caveat on this. Sure. Whenever I speak publicly, I'm not diagnosing. Like, when I'm working with clients, the work is really, really in depth, and I'm I'm really digging in into things. And so, I'm going to give a general answer here. Um, and but this doesn't mean that this is your situation. Okay, we have to take trauma within a culture, within a person's lived experience. It's not a survey. Trauma is not a survey. It's a it's how we respond to the event our body subconsciously responding to the event. And so that's a very individual basis, but the body never lies, right? Like the body never lies. Largely eating disorders are a result of childhood trauma. Okay. And societal conditioning because we're shown this idealized body type. And if our body doesn't fit in that type, especially as women, if it doesn't fit into that type, we're going to do all of these things to be seen or heard. But, but with that, sometimes obesity is a protection mechanism yeah. uh, for someone yeah. 
uh, through childhood to not be seen and heard. And now it's not like a, a conscious thing, okay? Trauma is not a conscious thing, like I'm choosing or manifesting. I'm no, None of that's happening. Your body is just responding to a threat in a way that's protective and it's very smart and wise. And it's also, spoiler alert, keeping you alive. So it's doing its job. But very rarely do I see disordered eating as not having roots in childhood trauma, especially if there's childhood abuse, right? That's developmental trauma. That's that's complex trauma. See, PTSD is the clinical diagnosis of that. And with that, you always see disordered eating. And so me as a practitioner, as food, as medicine is part of one of one of the many strategies as I use, I can't not understand that it contributes because food contributes um, to trauma or conversely trauma contributes to food because in childhood, if, if our, if our home life or school or or, our community is, is stressful, food may be one thing that we go to, to self-soothe either. So self-soothing through, maybe overeating or we can use it as a control mechanism Mm -hmm. it's something we can control and this is what trauma survivors really really need is something to control so having an eating disorder is amazing in the fact that that kept you alive right it kept you alive and now you're aware of the pattern and now it is a journey to heal that underlying wound you know so Oftentimes, yes. And so sometimes it comes from even patterns of seeing a parent or caregiver or someone close to their relationship to food or what was the tone in the home. Um, Maybe it wasn't abusive, but it was chronically stressful or you're living in poverty. Um, You know, there's so many roots to to why um, eating disorders show up in adult life. And um, obesity is very misunderstood as a protective trauma response. And, uh, you know, I have a number of, of individuals where, you know, they, they will lose the weight and then they're, they're feeling even more sad because now they're fully seen and heard in something that they've not, by society, so, oh, you look great. And they just feel terrible. They feel terrible because they have that underlying trauma that hasn't been resolved. You know, they've, they've acquired the goal of the idealized body, but the, the worthiness internally is not there because of the childhood trauma. And this is where I get really kind of feisty with um, medical perf- um, doctors where they're, they will abuse and mistreat and re-traumatize uh, my clients for not having some sort of BMI, like weight is a terrible indicator of your health. It's terrible. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, you could be eating super healthy foods and, and it's your stress levels. You know, it's your trauma. And they're not getting to the root cause. I had a client where they went to the doctor and they're like, you're obese. And it treated her terribly to the point where she felt re-traumatized, had a trauma history, didn't want to go back to the doctor. And sure enough, when I was working with her, I identified a food intolerance, a trauma history, um, undiagnosed hypothyroidism, and her hormones were unbalanced. So who's who didn't identify that? Her physician. Well, her so physician didn't identify that. They're not that. trained to do that. That's what makes what you do so important. Right. They are not and, trained to do that. And I just want to really say that five more times. They are not trained to do that. They are not trained to do that. 
And, and why am I saying this? Well, because I also went to all these doctors, right? Uh -huh. And yeah, I mean, yeah same, I don't need to repeat it. Same story as yours basically <laughs> and all your clients because mm -hmm. they are not trained to do that. <laughs> okay. Well, they're not trained and they're not incentivized. The, the medical model is using a, they're using a theory from 1921. Okay. They're using a theory from 1921 based on it's, it's just what happens to your body. Like we're a victim to whatever happens to our body and our genes. And we're, you know, they, they use the medical model of disability, meaning there's something wrong with you that needs to be fixed. It's your fault that this is happening. This is not trauma informed. 17, only 17% of healthcare providers are truly trauma informed. Um, and so, and they're using this a hundred year old model that does not work. <laughs> You know, I operate from a polyvagal theory lens where everything is is very much connected, um, and then our nervous system does have information that we should be listening to, um, you, and that's you? just unfortunate because so many people leave and they will disengage from even just routine healthcare because of these interactions that they have with their providers. Yeah, I I don't see a doctor. Um, I I doctor myself. Uh, but can you explain to people about polyvagal theory? What does that mean? Most people, I don't think, know. So polyvagal theory is um, kind of just an evidence-based uh, lens in which to see the bi-directional nature of your physical and mental health and, and, and view it through not a pathologizing way for mental health, like all of all of the mental health conditions in the Diagnostic Statistical Manual, the DSM, where you get diagnosed, this big thick book yep. that all of us go um, that use um, from grad school. I, I mean, I don't use it as much because I'm trauma informed. Um, it's a collection of diagnoses based on behavior patterns that are expressions of trauma. Mm -hmm. um, and so, if you reduce the DSM down to a series of oh these are this is how trauma can express epigenetically you know i look at i look at individuals through their lived experience are you regulated are you dysregulated and i explain to them i use a lot of graphs and a lot of charts and a lot of psychoeducation so that they know this is where you're at you're in fight or flight what's happening here and then helping them through body-based strategies come back to regulation through co-regulation you know, your device is working, the device is working, but also individuals are, because they're connected to you and your nervous system and you're healed and you're regulated, they're also connected to you through our heart frequencies that we are. Because I'm regulated, I'm able to co-regulate. Individuals who are working with me are calmer because I'm calmer, right? right? So in their family patterns, this is not people? true. What does co-regulation mean to people? Because I, you're using really great terms, but I sense that you're teaching people right now. So co-regulation is basically us, our nervous systems syncing up, holding hands. Yep. Our nervous systems are syncing up and holding hands. Here's the best example. Have you ever been around someone who is very much yelling and they're upset and they're mad and they're yelling? I mean, how do you feel when that happens? Icky poo poo. You're right. You're feeling into. You're feeling how they're feeling. Well, right, because I I'm an empath, so mm -hmm. um, I have to put up my energy fields. Right. right. I have to keep mm -hmm. myself energetically protected. 
I'll probably grab mm -hmm. all my stones. Yeah. <laughs> right. Turn on the Healy and Fluffy and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, I mean, so no, I get it. Um, so which, when you say co-regulation, you mean we're all connected and that when people's energy flows back and forth, mm -hmm. you, if you, if it's not a healthy energy, we need to protect our energy to keep ourselves from absorbing something that's not for our highest good. But yeah, partially. So if you're regulated, you're producing, you're, you're creating energy that's safe. Mm -hmm. You're in your own body. Okay. So you're creating a safe energy field in your own body through your bio, like all of the chemical processes that are, that are working. Your body is regulated, your heart rate's stable, your blood pressure's stable, all of the things that, you know, your cortisol levels are regulated and that energy is balanced and enough. When you are in fight or flight, you're producing way too much uh, energy that it, within your own body where you're going to burn out. So eventually if someone stayed in fight or flight for a while, typically they'll dip down into no low energy. This is typically diagnosed as depression, but it is through a polyvagal lens. This is, oh, you've dropped down um, into the, the oldest part of your nervous system. And let's, through me being regulated, I'm going to use body-based practices to help someone move back through and get through regulation. What happens with trauma survivors in um, individuals with chronic stress histories they, they are, because of trauma, very unconscious to what's happening in their body and that our state becomes the story. Things, things are not safe because you don't feel safe. Right, right, We're, right. we're always filling in the story afterwards of like why this happened, but that's not true. Our nervous system doesn't care. Our nervous system is just protecting us. And, um, you know, going into these different responses and the co-regulation to get back to your point is for individuals that chronic, um, have chronic stress history, that have trauma histories, they're not understanding how to self-regulate. That is, they don't know how their nervous system has not been trained to do that. So through the co-regulation, I am being reg regulated so that I can help somebody move into a stabilized state um, of regulation through my, through my, not only my nervous system, it's not like magic, but also through guiding them through that. Yeah. So, um, that's amazing. And how do you, how do you guide people through? It starts with a lot of education. A lot of people just want to put their health history together. And so I'm, I'm kind of putting together their, their health history and their story. And then we're, we're mapping things. I, I, ha, I help individuals map their nervous system, map their stress responses, map their trauma responses. We're mapping all of this out. We have to know where we're at so that we can have a, a map as to here's where I'm at because everyone is so different. Um, and so we're mapping that out and then we're understanding ourselves. And so this gives this, the theory that I use is gives individuals so much profound hope. They don't feel like they're a victim to their circumstances anymore because they know, okay, here's where I'm at. Okay. And then they are more willing to try on the body-based tools um, that I'm teaching them through safe co-regulation because we, we don't learn. We can't learn uh, and practice anything if we're not safe. And so this is why individuals may not be healing by themselves by reading a book or something because there's not any of that co-regulation there. And it's too risky to try some of these things out. They, 
they often be like, I don't, I'm getting it right. Um, and they don't really understand because they need to have someone who's kind of anchoring um, some of the, some of the, the energy uh, so that they can kind of borrow it and feel that. And, and it's through, you know, my facial expressions, through my tone of voice, and then through guiding them through body-based um, activities, depending on where they specifically are at, and guiding them back into uh, moments of regulation so that their nervous system uh, is, is, is like a, a muscle. And so we, our safety is in being regulated is where our bodies want to be, but we can't find our way home without a guide oftentimes after stressing. And, and, um, yeah. I mean, my guide was, I, I, I saw my doctor for five years until she graduated me. She's like, you don't mm-hmm. need me anymore. <laughs> like, but I like coming here. <laughs> She's like, time to fly, honey. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, you know, Dr. Debbie Green has been, um, has been, uh, making some comments and I just want to read them because I think she, first of all, she's amazing. She's out of Georgia and she's also mm-hmm. one of the uh, hosts of the show on Thursday. And she says self-discovery and self-compassion assistance mm-hmm. area, help yes. people right to switch, to soothe themselves mm-hmm. healthier, introducing self-love naturally. And I love that. She's talking about being safe and being in that ventral vagal. So being in the newest part of our nervous system that's safe and regulated, we start to turn towards our experience and start to accept and start to be compassionate and start to be curious at self-discovery. This actually brings in safety for individuals. She's so smart. Yeah. Um, she, oh, she's, she's, I love it. My mom would call her, my mom's past, but I'm just channeling her now. She would call her a goddamn it, you know, mm-hmm. which is a positive thing, Dr. Debbie. Don't worry. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're mm-hmm. a goddamn it, it's like you're like, you're the bomb, right? You're mm-hmm. the rock star. She gets yeah. It. yeah. So, and then, um, and then she also says, uh, mind mapping is essential. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. I agree. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you say mind mapping, I think of journaling, but I sense it's something more. Why don't you talk to us about what mind mapping is? So I'm going to do it from, again, a polyvagal lens. It's kind of mapping out. For me, mind mapping, she's talking about something that I'm sure that she's using. And we all do this in our own way Mm -hmm. um, as providers. And so we're mapping out state to story because our nervous system is actually creating our beliefs, whether we feel regulated or not. And, and that's not always true, right? Out state to story, meaning what is my state of mind, right? And what is my story about that experience mm-hmm. that I've made up uh, right. to make it my current reality when it may not even be close to truth? It, you get it. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Okay. I just like to really articulate this stuff for people because, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> took me a few years. <laughs> um, and uh, there's Dr. Debbie Green again. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We're on the same page. I was hoping that that's what she was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And she's such a bright light. I mean, I will connect the two of you. Um, uh, like I said, she's in Georgia and she's, uh, and, and she's also studying uh, brain health with me, you know, through Amen Clinics. Um, oh, wonderful. 
Yeah, uh, but she's she's just ugh, she's amazing. Um, you know, I want to talk about since we're talking about trauma, I want to talk for a minute before we go to break. Um, so we have a commercial break every 30 minutes, um, okay. about three oils that I've been using, um, for myself. And of course, for, with others in this traumatized state, one mm-hmm. is, um, console and, uh, you know, by doTERRA, I don't usually, I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to sell, but you can get the ingredients and make it yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the key ingredients are patchouli and rose, which take the brain out of fight or flight, right? In 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is something, so when I was trained on oils uh, through Life University, um, before I was trained, I used to think taking oils internally was the best way to go. And it is a good way to go for some certain situations, <laughs> but the best way to go <laughs> is this, right? put in the palm of your hand and you rub your palms together and then you inhale mm-hmm. because it gets, yeah, mm-hmm. because it gets to your brain right in 20 seconds mm-hmm. and into your bloodstream in 30. Mm-hmm. And if you're stressed out, you can diffuse this, you can apply it, mm-hmm. you know, topically and inhale. And so the three oils I like have been helping people with are, um, console, which helps with the grief, uh-huh. forgive. And it's amazing. You can be really angry with someone, use <laughs> forgive and boom, you know, <laughs> like, okay, I think I can talk, talk this out now. Does it make the issue go away? No, it makes the triggered response dissipate, giving you the opportunity to talk it out. That's all that it's doing. And then peace. Pardon me. It's changing your state. Changing your state, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so you can get to the real story, to truth, right? What's really going on? Find compromise so that mm-hmm. you can rise up. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my trauma thing. Love it. <laughs> so we're seven fifty-seven. Let's just do the commercial early, and then we uh, don't have to break in the middle of a you know of a conversation. Um, let's just do that. And, uh, let's see here. We will do that. There we go. Susan Essentials is re-engineering what health looks like by leading you to the best wellness initiatives in the world. Start your coaching plan today and create a new paradigm of health. Click here to learn more. With a Place of Peace pop-up from Susan Essentials, you are able to increase productivity, mental acuity, leaving you with higher energy and peace in just 20 minutes. We pop up at our office or yours. Okay, so I just want, I'm looking for another commercial from one of our other hosts, but I want to do this. Hold on. Okay, here we go. So we got the applause. Here we go. I'm just a little silly this morning. So um, I'm trying to see here. Oh, here we go. We'll do this last one. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solutions Global Radio TV Show. 
We are a part of the online network of Associated Internet Radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the Internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insights, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time. Okay, so um, if you want to call in and ask Shannon or myself a question, you can dial. Um, the number is five. Let's, let's make sure I get that number right. So it's a five one five six zero five nine three two five five one five six zero five nine three two five. Just press one to speak to either Shannon or myself, and we'll uh, get you online. Meanwhile, Dr. Debbie Green is saying mind mapping, as I see it, uh, is helping them to seek the truth. Totally agree, yeah. So Shannon's doing the happy dance, Dr. Debbie. Um, and she says, versus the, menta- the mental virtual, versus the mental virtually, virtually? I'm not getting that, but I think what you're trying to say is verse versus what we create in our head, the trauma that we create in our head and guide and redirect a way out of safe, uh, out of safely safety without emotional attachments to the trauma. It changes everything slowly. So I see you have a big finger issue like I do first thing in the morning when I'm typing into social media, but I get your point. (laughs) She says, correct. Debbie. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I love that she added slowly because that's, that's what's most safe for trauma healing. And that's, that's what's lasting. And so many times individuals will want to do some big fix that's really quick. And what happens with that with healing is it takes someone so far out of their window of tolerance, even if it's a very, very good thing, our body is not ready for that charge of goodness. We haven't worked on those underlying beliefs and we don't have the capacity to hold that charge. Goodness is a charge. It's an energetic charge in our body to be able to receive that. And so this slowly, you know, I always talk with my clients like you're over here and your nervous system's over here. We're going to do 
a million different things. This is like my, my plotting the graph of all of these little things that we're going to do, these little changes together safely and slowly. And then you're going to end up over here. Same person, same nervous system, same set of situations, but it's all these slow little changes along the way that shifts your whole entire experience. So let me ask you a question because it occurs to me, you know, and, um, Hmm. So when I was 234 pounds and I was on disability and I was sick, mm -hmm. I watched a movie called that sugar film. And, uh, the gentleman who was the star of the show was in excellent condition and used his body as an experiment. And, um, and you know, he uh, experienced the standard American diet, sad. <laughs> and I watched the show and went to my cupboards and I took everything out that didn't uh, align. And it didn't take me a second because I'm an activator. Like I see something bad or I, see, I, I get the real truth and I'm like on it then. <laughs> so I converted my entire diet to whole foods. Now I hadn't gone organic yet, mm -hmm. but I went whole foods and I didn't really understand the power of organic. Um, and I was also taking supplements that were whole food based and when, and it occurs to me that this may have, I'm just trying to process this. So I, was, I my supplements were whole food based. I had two different types that I was using. I don't want to use the names of the companies. Um, and of course the, they were MLMs and the people said, Oh, double up if you're sick. Not a good idea. Right. And so it was a rapid change, drastic change to my body. Right. I dropped 92 pounds. Well, actually I dropped the first 45 pounds just by changing that. And I probably changed, lost 45 pounds in like a couple of months, if that, um, because my body was so happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, Real food. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But it was a rapid change. It wasn't uh -huh. slow. And the outcome was that I was having hives like so my body just, I had hives. And then when I did the food sensitivity test, um, I use cell science. Uh, we'll talk about which one you use. That's when I uncovered I had 135 sensitivities, many of which those foods I had never actually eaten, but they were a part of the supplement, the whole food supplement that I was taking that had like, I don't know, 25 fruits and veggies. You can put the uh -huh. name to that. Right. And, yeah. um, and so I was bleeding because the hives are so bad and I not yeah. taking medication. Right. And the only time I get my bod is when I'm at my doctor's. <laughs> it was a flipping nightmare. So I, so now I've told you the situation. So when you guys are talking and Dr. Debbie, I hope you're still listening as well. When you guys are talking about the slow, I mean, I'm always low and slow, but even getting off all the foods all at once, is that a trauma to the body? 
I mean, get was it a trauma in your body? It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it. Everyone's different. But you also said before, when you're ready to move, you move. I'm an activator. Yeah. I, I just get shit done. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just depends. Again, I don't want to be very prescriptive with these things because, totally. you know, yeah. have you worked on the worthiness component and the shame and all of that? If you worked on that, and even if it was fast, like there was slow changes along the way. Um, you know, it does, you know, like Dr. Debbie saying, you know, it does take, it takes work, but if you've done that, that work, um, as to like, how did I get myself here? And then when you hear the truth, when you know, and you integrate that immediately, that's what it sounds like happened to you. Mm -hmm. Your body also is like safe and it knows. So your body was safe because you had that information from the, from the show, the, the, the show that you watched and your body was like, yeah, this is the truth. And you felt safe to move forward. Oh yeah. I was so clear. Yeah. That. It sounds like it's a food sensitivity thing. Like even, <clears throat> you know, I see a lot of, I don't ever use the diet word because I work with so many individuals who are, have trauma histories. Yeah. I don't so, use that word either. And actually I've never been on one. So yeah, go for it. Right. So eating, so just eating for your well being, but I also eating for your culture mm -hmm. is so, so important. And so individuals will come to me and they'll say, well, I'm doing this or that or other. And I'm like, well, what's your cultural history? And then, you know, what's your health history? And so pairing those up together, um, because culturally, uh, individuals exist on a spectrum of omnivore to carnivore. So being vegetarian to being eat meat eaters. And so understanding what your culture is also really important because your body at the cellular level wants to be fulfilled with the, with the culture. Now, many individuals come from culture of, of whole foods, and it's just what are those whole, whole foods? And so sometimes individuals will have like what looks like you know, um, maybe even, maybe even an allergy or just not a response. It's like culturally, this is, this is not within your, within your genome as far as like what's nourishing, you know, eating more fat or less fat and, and what that is. Um, do you come from a culture that nightshades like chocolate and peppers and things like that? My husband is, um, comes from Mexican and Yaki. So from, from, uh, you know, from South America and he does well with peppers. Yeah, I um, do really well with peppers. I do not. I am indigenous and I am a Celtic. You know, that's that's not I'm indigenous from here, from near where Arkansas is. Peppers we do not we do not have peppers there. <laughs> no oh, so peppers and it's there. interesting. I mean I, I had sensitivities to most everything of like all mm -hmm. those, you know, just about everything. I'm trying to mess up. Um, I am messing up. I'm trying to fix it so people can contact you. Uh, but I, I have an issue with the um, with the typing. So, um, I'll, oh, I can't. I see why. Never mind. I'll do there it we are. Again. Yeah, I'm on social media at the Integrative Counselor. I try to post information every day so yeah. you can heal yourself. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in the banner so that I see it. It looks it looks good. Um, well, this is going to be even better. Watch this. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> um, show. There we go. So. Oh, look at that. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So if anybody wants to follow Shannon on what you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you're on Instagram, LinkedIn. <laughs> Did I, I have a YouTube channel. Um, I'm not on Twitter so much, but Instagram, very active. Facebook, active. 
YouTube, I have many free videos out there. Oh, you do? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, and I also have, uh, you know, similar, right? So if you're mm -hmm. looking to follow and learn from either one of us, you know, check us out both out on social media. Um, and it looks like Debbie has something else to say here. Mm -hmm. You must go through all the areas, mm -hmm. mind, body, and soul. Your truth will come from all areas of pain and look for relief. So healing can happen. She's such a wealth of information. Um, I love it. She gets it. And I'm so glad that she exists because I'm of the same mindset, obviously. And there are, I have so many colleagues too, that this is, this is what wants to come through this holistic approach. And so I, I also include psychedelic integration spiritually transformative experience integration um, and energy healing because that's what individuals want to be looked at fully and we cannot heal unless we are fully fully acknowledged received validated understood and you know these these diseases of despair it, purpose of meaning these are some soul wounds some soul oh, diseases where you. do i fit into the fabric of life yeah, they are soul wounds. And let's talk about mm -hmm. psychedelics. I'm a big fan. Um, <laughs> Yay. <laughs> no, really. And people, I'm going to tell you, so just to be fair to the skeptics, okay? Mm -hmm. So um, I was a skeptic, okay? And so um, let me just get the number for people to call into the show. I think it's in here somewhere or maybe not. Get some psychedelic integration here on the show, free. Yeah. So the the um, I was I was a skeptic. Uh, I, you know, because I grew up in the '60s and '70s, I thought it was a drug. Mm -hmm. Technically, it is because food is a medicine, so that's a drug. But then, anything is toxic if you do too much. Right. I'm just going to say you eat too much to uh, you can eat too much of anything and your body will respond poorly. So let me just say this with that caveat. When I talk about psychedelics, they're grounding. In my opinion, they um, can be. Yeah. The ones I have done have been <clears throat> so grounding so that I was connected to earth, to mother mm -hmm. earth. And like I stood tall and I wasn't being, well, silly. I went, I was in a silly mode too, but you, <laughs> but the point is it, it, I don't, it, when I did it, I went from my entire childhood up until who I am today within that uh, four or five hour time frame. And mm -hmm. it's been a beautiful thing. I just stand tall mm -hmm. now and I'm good. Yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah. And so when people, I, I want, the only reason I'm mentioning this is because, you know, we, um, we just need, oh, and she's agreeing with us. She goes, oh my God, that's a soul wound. I told her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just think that, you know, we have to, I'm trying to get comfortable. We have to be open to exploring something mm -hmm. outside of our current reality mm -hmm. to get what we want. It's kind of like Buckminster Fuller who says, 
you know, you don't want to fix the current model. Uh, I, I forget it was exact, but basically the, the old model's obsolete. So just create a new model is basically what Buck uh -huh. says. Um, but what do you do for psychedelics? So I'm a, a MAPS approved psychedelic integration provider. I'm the only one in Iowa and then the only one in the entire Midwest. Um, Coming over. Yeah. So I, have, I may not be I, approved, but I did it anyway. <laughs> I, no, it doesn't. Well, that's what's happening in the Midwest because, you know, it's it's still illegal. So individuals are, are doing, you know, trips at home or they're going. So they can handcuff me now because I just admit <laughs> No, because it's in the past. Like, okay. All right. it's in the past. I mean, I have as well, but it's, you know, in the past, it's not happening, you know, currently. You're not on the show doing it, um, which that would be problematic. Yeah, there but, would be. <laughs> but psychedelics can be profoundly healing, um, you know, if done within safety and the intention. And you do have to take the dose in mind. Like, oh, yeah. going back to what you said about drugs, you know, the war on drugs has permeated our consciousness, which this was manufactured uh, by the Nixon administration, you know, to promote the school to prison pipeline that have put generations of, of black fathers, that have put generations of indigenous, put generations of um, people of color and have put mostly disabled folks into into prison that are for profit. Now this is this is widely known. There's there's tapes. There's there's information that this has happened. It's a shitty business model. Sorry, I swear swear and I get passionate. And you know it's it's time to decriminalize nature. And we also have to repair our relationship not only with the land but within what we these generations of um, of trauma that we have have caused. Um, I because agree. of this, I agree. Keep talking, sister. No, no, I agree. keep talking. No, I, 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 yeah. And yeah, I, I'm speechless. Go ahead. It, it's, I mean, it's, it, it is, it, it's gutting. It's gutting when you know the true reality. Um, and the reality that this is, you know, this is of criminal nature right now and individuals are leaving the country um, and a mass exodus to go to other countries where it's legalized so that they can heal from debilitating PTSD, debilitating addiction, debilitating trauma, debilitating mental health, debilitating end of life, angst, and, and all of these things when there has been a natural solution that's been in existence from, from the beginningless beginning of time that our indigenous brothers and sisters have tended. You know, it, it exists and it's here. And we can't access it, right? And so what I do with my work, I work from a harm reduction model, which is like, I drugs are okay. Like it's the it's the context, it's the intent, you know, it's the dose. And it's like, you know, what's going on? What's going on around the use? Drugs are, drugs are not bad in themselves, right? They can be life-saving solutions. Yeah, well, yes, my, money, yeah. they do make money on people's pain, Dr. Debbie, all day long. And, I will and say it's a tra it's it's trauma. I mean, the pain it mostly is trauma and, and bodily inflammation, and, and we're and we're profiting off. Not we, not you and I. I mean, oh, that's so the, universe, the reverse. Right, of this. that's the pharmaceutical industry. And right. I mean, and I. So, and here's the thing. When I think, I'm, I, 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 this is hard because I'm, I'm usually not speechless, but I feel speechless because I, my, my brain's just going like, wow, wow, wow. 
So where do we start? Um, first of all, the, the plant-based options have been quashed for as long mm-hmm. as I've been alive. alive. Right. And I'm 58 years old. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm struggling that there's humans out there that think it's better to poison the body than to help people heal. That mindset literally traumatizes me, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we know that, like, was it willow barch or birch tree? Willow birch tree, right? Mm-hmm. On its own will increase the longevity of the human body by 700 times. But as soon as you take it apart and make aspirin out of it, which is what the aspirin root cause, right? Root, or the, it's, it's now allopathic and actually degrades the body. What are we doing? Really, what are we doing? So it's paying for profits, right? It's it's a really shitty business model, and it's you know it's we've we've gone away from the land, we've gone away from indigenous folks, we've gone away from how we truly heal, and that's why I'm practicing integrative medicine because we're we're bringing it back, but I also blend in the latest and greatest. You know, there's there's great parts of medicine, right? Like life saving medicines that for individuals that that works for them and, and, they, and they want that and, and, and that's, and that's fits their beliefs. You know, we need, we need to have all options on the table, especially for pain. If something's working for pain, again, I operate from a non a harm reduction model. So anything that's working for your pain, I'm, I'm, I'm for that. And we have natural solutions that are not on the table that, that are not offered to individuals and culturally that, that may fit better and genetically that may fit better um, th- than what's being offered. And so why, why is this not, why is this not offered for me? It, it bumps up as, as far as a clinician, we're not even offering in true informed consent because we're only offering one side of the menu. This is the side of the menu. And this is very profitable for us and profitable for these pharmaceutical companies. But what's the other side? Des Moines has a large refugee population. We have over, we're one of the largest refugee populations in the country of over 90 different cultures here. Yeah, I used to live there. I know, yeah. That's a trauma coming over here in the assimilation process and all of that. And so how am I? This is all you get, all of the stuff over here that doesn't fit, may not fit with, with with your culture of origin, your belief systems, your spirituality, all that. Why? We need to be offering, here's both of these. Here's how they can complement one another. That's true informed consent. Yes, it is. And I, you know, look, I'm for integrative medicine as well. And I am, I always lean holistic. Um, Mm -hmm. But it took me, even it took me probably four years after I got off all the other medications, I uh-huh. still had to have my allergy medication uh-huh. and I knew it was Bob. It was not good for me. Um, but I didn't have a solution until I uh-huh. understood the power of the bot, you know? Uh-huh. And so I'm so grateful that uh-huh. we have these things, but it's a short term solution. It should always be short term. It should not be long term because the body doesn't recognize a synthetic. 
and then it gets stored in the fat cells and we manifest disease. So if you need um, a synthetic medication to get you through something, um, then, right, do that. But then make sure that you find a way to get it out of your body, which is something that I know how to do. And, you know, um, and I'm sure you know how to do, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, you know, and, you know, we want to make sure that you're in a safe place, right? Mm -hmm. So that you're out of pain or not having a, a histamine response. But then as soon as we can get you to a place where you can integrate the, the plants, the plants are the body, will heal the body. Right. Set you back to baseline. And looks like we have another comment. So Dr. Debbie says, I have a patient in severe pain from bone degenerative disease and suffering with depression. Are you in the Atlanta, Georgia area? She's in Des Moines, but I believe she does telehealth. Yes, I do telehealth and I've worked with folks in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, so I'll connect the two of you uh, on text message today. Is that cool? That's great. Yeah. Okay. So, Dr. Debbie, you're good. Um, so, let me hide that. So, um, so yeah, I'm not against, uh, I mean, shoot, I took 20 of them or whatever, 19. Yeah, of them it just day. didn't work for you. Years. You found the thing. You found what worked. I mean, that's what all of us, that's what I'm saying. I'm so open. I'm open for anyone to find what works for them. And I know that what works for me maybe different than someone else. And so I'm, I'm integrative and I'm really, really open to what that is because I, I, I want my clients to feel what I feel. And I don't care what that looks like because I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any attachment to any of these things, right? Like I'm not a pharmaceutical company. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not selling any of this stuff. I'm just, I want them. I want my clients to get to a point of acceptance and realize wholeness and to self-realize and, and to step into service for their fellow, for their, the fellow humans that surround them. Right. That, right. That's, that's my thing. Yeah, me too. Me too. I get you. Um, and let me just see. Oh, talk about what type of food sensitivity testing do you do? I do not do food sensitivity testing. You don't. Um, because of the things that we listed, I've seen clients spend hundreds, thousands of dollars. And if we haven't worked on your trauma, if we haven't worked on the gut. So what I will do suggest to most of my clients, I work with functional medicine doctors and naturopaths. We're so lucky in Des Moines. We have an underground group of functional medicine, integrated medicine providers that we all work together collaboratively. And then I help individuals across the country figure this out, how to do this. Right. So I do like to do like a stool panel testing and oat testing, uh, genetic testing for MTHFR or other methylation patterns, um, you know, ruling out the mold, ruling out the Lyme, the, the trauma, all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so when we get to the looking at the thyroid, looking at the hormones, I have this little little graph here of why why do I not look at um, this little this little sign here says like make uh, the basis Hold on of her body. Hold on a second. I'm always that. educating my clients because they're like I think this is out of balance. So okay. this is our stress this is our pyramid of health. Here's stress and trauma or insulin and adrenals, the thyroid, the sex horm hormones, the mood, then epigenetics come into play in lifestyle. This is like backwards when I do that on this screen okay. uh, with the camera. So I'm just kind of like what some brain retraining here, some neural exercises. So when I 
for food, because I see so many eating disorders, and if someone's gut is um, not well because of that gut-brain axis, I am not looking at food sensitivity testing at the start of the process because I want to rule out other things because what will come up is, let's take your example. You have 135 uh, food sensitivities. My clients with a trauma history will be hypervigilant and typically and stay away from the food. Same here. And so I use a lot of Dr. Deanna Minch's work with like food diversity even in micro amounts, because we need to have the phytonutrients from different colors of food totally. because there's energy with different colors of food. You, I mean, this has been validated through research. And so I want individuals to have an, ex, an expansive food process, um, a food strategy of eating as possible, but I want to understand what's going on at these uh, other levels. And then food sensitivity testing may be appropriate Yes, eat the colors of the rainbow. How I eat is called the brainbow strategy from Dr. Deanna Minch's work. Oh, the brainbow. Uh, I love it. The well, brainbow. Yes, because of the brain. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm I'm constantly um th they can be helpful, right? But I go off of likelihoods. Likelihoods um uh, dairy. Dairy is not native to Mediterranean cultures, to Mexican cultures, to black cultures. Um, and, and other cultures most of the time. So I'm eliminating common things first, nightshades. I spoke about that early, 50% of individuals with nightshades. Um, gluten, 20%. Okay. Sugar, uh, it, it doesn't work for anybody. <laughs> no, sugar doesn't work for anyone. And sugar I will, doesn't work for anybody. Um, <clears throat> I met a woman yesterday who's um, creating these snacks, and they're all sugar-free, but they're made either like with um, you know, monk fruit or agave, um, uh, honey, you know, just it's a good switch. Yeah. Nice switch. And mm -hmm. so she's, she's getting ready to launch, uh, shortly. Um, but I, I want to kind of just reinforce what you said about food sensitivity testing. Um, that's not the go-to. The go-to is you always take them first through, um, getting rid of the toxic foods. Mm -hmm. and seeing how things fall out. However, the only time I'd go to food sensitivity testing first mm -hmm. is when they have been diagnosed with cancer or they want to take yeah. it into surgery. Yeah. Because now yeah. you need an immediate, let's stop eating these foods fast. Right, right. It's a, it's a, you're, you're in code red. Like you, you need to move. You need to move on that because that's causing inflammation, right? Like cancer is inflammation. Right. Um, disease is active inflammation. Yes. So I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, so I didn't want you to think or anybody else to think mm -hmm. that that's your go-to. It's never your go-to. Your go-to is going back to basics. Yeah. Right? And then if after going back to basics, you're still having concerns mm -hmm. um, and you've omitted, let's say, wheat and dairy, mm -hmm. right? Or and gluten, right? right? Mm -hmm. um, and you're still having problems. Yeah, and then we need to do a food sensitivity test. Yeah, we need to look into genetics. Uh, I work with a lot of individuals who are neurodivergent, autism, ADHD, you know, oxalate, solicitates, those types of things, or have methylation uh, challenges. Um, we all do. Everyone does. MTHFR has gotten, you know, the biggest, uh, it's widely known, but we all have methylation challenges. I have the CBS gene mutation, which is the last in that cycle. And so, you know, sulfur foods for me 
um, are tricky. Uh, and so I really get into the weeds with some individuals. You know, it just depends where someone's coming at. Some individuals are, they've just exited the medical model or they're still using and it's totally fine, um, you know, where they're at on their journey. And then other individuals are like, hey, I've been using functional medicine or naturopath, uh, naturopathy for a really, really long time. I've done all of this testing. Uh, and then I have other individuals who have like chronic illnesses, disabilities, uh, you know, their end of life type of situations. And, and I'm, I'm a ninja at planning out the process of like what we need to go, you know, like where we need to go, what's the next step. But that really is all individual and, <clears throat> you know, financial too. I mean, we have to, the elephant in the room is that individuals live in food deserts and they, and, and some communities don't have access to this. And what's your budget? You know, what's at your food bank? Um, how can we work with the food bank to make sure that you have healthy foods there if you know if you are have low food insecurity um and well, so you know i'm very mindful of everyone's situation well so it's, it's a really good point so we had montre hartage on um on here um, months ago he's an nfl player uh new york giants mm -hmm. and he reclaimed his health he's a vegan football player and yet his mm -hmm. muscles are getting bigger and mm -hmm. his mom lives in a part of georgia uh, that doesn't have access to food, like clean food, and it's really difficult. And we're we're struggling, right, to even get uh -huh. these delivered. And so that the, the struggle is real. Um, the struggle is real. Yeah, and there are some. There's actually, and I'll look it up in a minute. But there's a, a company um, that uh, it's a farm. You know, it's farmers, and uh -huh. they actually ship direct to your door um but and i'm and i'm not finding it readily but um it's a it's a nationwide group of farmers a csa that will ship, mm -hmm. ship anywhere you mm -hmm. know? so if you get yeah we've got farmers i mean i was big with farmers and so that we have some networks with the food banks and you know urban dreams and and making sure i do systems change work so i, I work I do individual work with clients, but I also am always doing system change work to make sure that, yeah, all traumas are systems traumas and I'm pulling folks out of the river, but I'm also, because I am trauma informed, I'm also swimming upstream to make sure that this stuff doesn't happen in the first place. And I really think if someone is trauma informed provider and is at any level of leadership or privilege that we must be doing these things as well so that the original traumas are not occurring in the first place. Thank you. I want to work myself out of a job. Well, yeah, look, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not in this lifetime. No, not in this lifetime. But, you know, and, you know, we all have to work together as, uh, as a team. We do. Because, you know, there's enough bodies to heal, right? Mm -hmm. And what you specialize in is different than what Dr. Debbie specializes in versus mm -hmm. what I do. I mean, I um, actually, Dr. Debbie and I, are putting together i have a functional food program and actually i'll just kind of change the banner so you can uh you can see that but um the functional food program is a eight week program uh not mm -hmm. necessarily eight weeks in a row because it's too much information for somebody to absorb but eight sessions right but what we're doing to make this available to the masses is we are making this self-paced Right. And then you can get a coaching session or go back to your therapist, which is really what we want people to do. 
Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So driving people back to their therapist and, you know, provide these programs at a discounted rate to the therapist so that they're informed, right? Because not all therapists are are as as well informed about food like you are. And, um, but we're bringing, uh, you know, Dr. Debbie and I are doing it. Uh, Carly Rose uh, Bergman, who does wild, uh, uh, she does edible forests. You know, she teaches people how to create uh, edible forests. And then if a doctor of uh, chiropractic um, mm-hmm. is going to make sure that people understand ergonomics and, you know, and, yeah. and everything else. And, you know, there's so many, I mean, you can do a chiropractic adjustment on yourself and no, it doesn't look like cracking your neck. It's through the breath, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, your posture. Right, mm-hmm. your posture and through the breath though. I mean, breathing mm-hmm. in and letting everything go when you breathe in. The line goes, right. you know, the spine yeah. starts aligning. And so we want to make this available to the masses at a, you know, at an affordable rate mm-hmm. and, at, and at a pace where you could just go in it or just check the thing on, you know, what, you know, what if the world knew, which they're starting to learn, that you didn't have to take a statin for cholesterol, yeah. right? Brazil mm-hmm. nuts. Brazil nuts will drop your cholesterol by 20 points, you know, four. Yeah. so, um, so, and I think that it also will help practitioners like you to say, Hey, here's a great resource. So mm-hmm. you can start learning and it complements what you're doing and everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. And it takes the pressure off. Um, right. So we're so excited to, to do that together. Um, so what time we've got eight thirty seven. I don't think we did the eight thirty did we do the eight thirty commercial? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So I'll do a couple quick commercials. Um and here we'll just I see what this one is. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials is certified by the number one functional medicine doctor on plant-based healing essential oils, which are revolutionizing the way we manage our well-being. Schedule today to take control of your health. Okay, and then we have Viata. This is Viata. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com, where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com. And I'm Viata. With a place of peace pop pop up from Susan Essentials, you are able to increase productivity, mental acuity, leaving you with higher energy and peace in just 20 minutes. We pop up at our office or yours. Hi, I'm Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials 
in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Susan Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. All right, so before we move on, I just want to make sure that everybody knows, tune in tomorrow and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because <laughs> we have shows every day of the week. And then, um, you know, Dr. Debbie's on Thursday, uh, Soulful uh, Solutions. And um, she, I don't think she has her promo uh, set up yet. Um, but as you can tell from her, her interactions with you, Shannon, um, really insightful, brilliant woman. Um, everyone on the team brings so much mm -hmm. to the party. Uh, Viada is on the weekend, so Friday night, and I think uh, Sunday or Friday morning and Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And um, and then on tomorrow we have our executive producer, and she's uh, helping to heal broken families. Oh, I love this crew. Collaboration is healing. Connection is healing. When we work together our and share our clients, we form this healing village for folks. And they're like, we're not, we're not competing. It's so trauma informed just naturally. This is so beautiful. I can't wait to meet Dr. Debbie. Like she just, I, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm already a big fan. Like I feel, I feel it. Right, 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 right. Well, like, you know, when yep. I called you, I mean, we talked for a few minutes and there was that um, that uh, legal thing going on. I'm like, I get who you are. Can we pick a date? Because I got to go help my uh, my partner yeah. here with his last yeah. phase of this life. And um, and uh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, get who you are. Let's pick a date. And we probably need to have a You know what? I'm not going to steal you. So I think that you're probably going to want to be on some of the other days of the shows um, so that maybe other people can share you with their audiences and we do oh, yeah. have overlap but uh let's let's see how that works out first and i, I mean i want you back mm -hmm. on the show but let's get you on the other ladies shows first if that's okay okay um and oh we have a caller hold on uh oh and i know who this is it's my favorite person in the world oh. hello you're on the show <laughs> Hi, Jody. Hi, Shannon. It's Andrew Calhoun. Hi. <laughs> my favorite person in the world. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I've been I'm really enjoying uh, the last hour and a half, uh, even more than that, uh, learning from you, Shannon, and of course, Jody. Uh, it's one of the things that I've heard uh, that I'm excited about, and you just actually mentioned it minutes ago, Shannon, about how important it is to bring in uh, an integrative uh, approach to healthcare, and more than just the integrative, bring in collaborators, meaning that you um, bring in people who have specialties outside of your scope, right? Mm -hmm. and being able to have the the knowledge of that and and to tell your clients uh, how important that is. I have a question about how, um, in your experience where you are, I was glad to hear that you have a, 
uh, you said kind of an underground network of uh, holistic healers or integrative healers. Uh, how how um, accepting has your community been to that, or how uh, outside of the traditional West, Western medicine model of pharmaceuticals, how how accepting has your community been to a new way of thinking? It's been, you know, slow moving over the years and, it, you know, it's been a very integrated approach. So um, the leader of the group that has formed is a medical doctor who trains doctors and he's also a functional medicine doctor. And so he's called us all kind of in and we cross train one another. So we meet about once every month, other month, and we train one another and we collaborate with one another. And it's not something that uh, anyone in our community is aware of, but they, they can feel it because um, they know that we're collaborating with one another and we know one another. And so our community, my client said to me, they said, this is like the best kept secret. Like they're just like, you all are unicorns. Um, because of how you work together and it's taken, you know, it's taken a lot of conscious work. The group wasn't super trauma informed before um, because we weren't cross functional with the mental health world. And so when I came in, I brought in that bridge. And so I'm that bridge between my mental health colleagues and my rehabilitation colleagues and some of the social supports that are also in the community. And then I bring that information back and I'm able to share because I'm a part of all of these groups, been able to share. And I love being the bridge. I love, I love doing that. We don't heal alone. We heal in connection with community. And so when our clients are going from, the, you know, to the nutritionist and they're going to their chiropractor and they're going to their, their actual doctor. So we, we have doctors and we have psychiatrists and individuals that I'm collaborating with or a neurologist or whoever that is in the community. You know, they, they know who I am. They know who I am and they know that I'm serving their client. And I am asking, what are your treatments? What are you doing? Um, and I'm, and we're, we're integrating that because it's, I'm modeling how we collaborate to, to some of my colleagues that have this competition mindset, but some providers are just also naturally very collaborative. And so even if there's any sort of resistance within the community, that's an opportunity that's an opportunity to learn from one another. And so I will go and sit and do an informational interview and like learn from them. What are you good at? Oh, do you need trauma-informed training? How can, how can I help you? Because our community heals when we work together. And so it, it's been a slow moving train like for my perception of it, but it has been well worth the work to be able to do that because my clients are, are our clients, not even just mine, I have to even change my language, understand that they feel like they're well supported um because we know what the other person is doing we know what the left hand and the right hand are doing we know that we know our role to play and and that actually makes any of sort of integrative treatment actually uh work because it's not in contrast it's in support of you know uh, the, the healing modalities a client doesn't have 17 different you know, wellness plans, it's all integrative. And I'm, I'm checking, what are you doing with Dr. So-and-so? How's that working? How's the nutritionist going? What's going on with the chiropractor? What's going on with your mental health therapist? I want to know what that is. I mean, I've worked for the state and we've done um, collaborative resource teams. And so I'm resourcing. I, I mean, 
I'm for all hands on deck. This we healed together, uh, and so it's been well received. My our clients do wonderful, um, and there's not a lot of competition. There's only collaboration in in our group, and you know I'm busier, busier than ever because my clients are sharing the 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 good word that they can heal, and you know their friends and family are asking them, and so. You know, a lot of my work, my, my referrals are not only coming from my integrative and functional and traditional medical providers, but also through my clients. And so that right there is kind of like the testimony is if the client is, you know, if, if friends and family are seeing how the client is healing and asking who are you working with, that's, that's the best marketing right there. Right. The ultimate referral. I, I'm <laughs> so glad to hear that, Shannon. That, that's uh something that everyone needs to hear and there needs to be more acceptances that uh, hopefully it's not going to be in the really short term near future, but mm -hmm. people need to understand that uh, we don't operate in vacuums and to be able to have uh, mm -hmm. the different practitioners across the different specialties understand mm -hmm. what the other is doing to provide integrative care uh, for the mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Thank uh, you for calling in. I love what you do. I, I use I use your uh, ADHD seven type test. I love it. It's my favorite. So the ADHD we're, we're seven type test, you guys, from... is for the people <laughs> listening is uh, Amen Clinics. Andrew, you want to just give a quick plug? Well, sure. Amen Clinics uh, has been around for 32 years, working across the country uh, with practitioners and directly with uh, with individuals. Uh, we we do have a, a supplement line. We do have an education line. But what we're best known for is working uh, with 3D brain image scanning and our integrated psychiatrists working hand in hand with practitioners and with individuals to get to root causes of brain challenges. What that means is that when some people, someone says, I have ADHD, and I'll say, What kind? They say, You know, the normal kind. So there's no the normal kind. There's seven no, kinds. No, there's not. And if you don't know which kind you have, you may be, uh, if you're being given some medication for a type of ADHD, which is not yours you're either doing no good or it could be doing harm. So what we don't guess, we take the guesswork out, we take the stigma out uh, mm -hmm. by helping people to see here are the areas of the brain that are too active, mm -hmm. normal activity or underactive, and so we can target our, our responses accordingly. Mm -hmm. um, and I work uh, in, in the heartland of America, right there where the, the corn is grown, the wheat is grown, uh, and also nationwide and building coalitions across the country. So um, thank you for, for mentioning that. Um, I love to be able to bring greater wellness. And one of the things I'm doing is trying to make it more accessible to more people. Mm -hmm. Because although we are opening up our 10th clinic in, uh, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, it still means that there's a whole section of the United States in the country that is not very close geographically to to a, a clinic where we have our scanners. So I'm, I'm working on some innovative solutions to bring that even closer to Iowa, for example, and make people, Iowans, easier to get a hold of the services that we have. Oh, yeah. I, I am going to do a victory lap around Des Moines when it comes to Iowa because we need this so much. Okay, say it again so Dr. Amon can hear it. <laughs> <Please> <laughs> Dr. Amon, Iowa. listen, Iowa needs you. Oh, yeah, it's so hard to get folks diagnosed. And like you said, it's what type of ADHD. It's so integrated into so many other things. And that's absolutely why I use um, the, the tool that you, that you have, because it is 
the patterns of the brain and it's non-stigmatizing. You know, it's just, it's just your brain. Like it's not a big deal. Arm and, and brain, right? <laughs> right. And, and it's, it's no one's fault. It's just where it's at and the brain can heal. Okay. So, and it needs to have an integrated solution. So, and I love, I just love the survey in itself because it is so non-judgmental. It's beautiful and perfect and complete. Anything else, well, Andrew? That's, that's one of the things. <laughs> yeah. Last thing I'll close with is that, that you're, you're mentioning here, Shannon, uh, what we talk about the difference between the depth, what, what we call mental health, which is what most people say. We call it brain health because the it is brain health. health. Uh, and, and and even and to be able to know what to target so important and that's mm -hmm. what you're you're focused on as well uh mm -hmm. people need to understand that even if they had traumatic brain injury or they've been diagnosed with a label of something does not mean they're stuck with that the brain can heal brain can be better and we can prove it mm -hmm. absolutely trauma changes a brain and so does healing and it's and it again is such a non-stigmatizing uh, the way and it doesn't your process has does it doesn't have that re-traumatization in the in the intake process where individuals are typically going for assessment just for ADHD uh, an example many um, psychiatrists like psychologists are not trauma-informed and so you know if ADHD is missed then the individual's like well I'm still struggling what's going on here um, or, or if it's there, it's like, oh, this is it. Just take this medicine. That's it. And it's like, no, there's so many integrative solutions that you, you can do to support your brain health. It's, it's an organ in your body. This is what's going on. It can heal. It's, there's, it's not like a, a moral failure that there's nothing wrong with you. It's just your yeah. brain. So wait, how is it your fault, Shannon, or Andrew's fault or my fault if we get exposed to mold? and it impacts our brain health. How is it your fault? So people who are mm -hmm. listening, if you were exposed to mold or any other toxin, mm -hmm. which if you walk down the street, you have been. So mm -hmm. how is it your fault? Like you, they could, like you, like you made a mistake. The only mistake you made was like walking down the wrong street. Right. Well, okay. Yeah. You know. And that's the and that's the case for anything that causes uh, trauma or a physical or mental health condition. There is a root cause. It's not your fault. It happened. There's something you can do about it. That's that. Right. And you can go from a holy brain to a fluffy brain. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, that, yeah. that's really, you know, kind of my, uh, I don't want to say dumbing down because I kind of don't like that term, but it's really it simplifying. It's simplifying it, right? But yeah, it rewires. And, it, and you know, that our, our body wants to be in homeostasis. Our body and our brain does. And so healing is possible. It's so possible. And there are, Look, you know, here's the thing. If you don't resonate with us, find a healer that you do resonate with. Mm -hmm. There are so many healers out there. Um, you know, uh, we we like us, but if you don't, that's okay. Go find one. Right. <laughs> you don't. Right. You, you know, and and if you want the names of some, you know, we'll. I'll. I know. I'll always connect you to at least ten to twenty different healers. Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. So same with Shannon. Same with uh, Andrew. Does it all the time. Mm -hmm. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So it's eight fifty four. Andrew. Anything else before I let Shannon hear no, the last I'm, words? I'm grateful. Grateful to, to listen to you and and to uh, you, Shannon. Thanks so much. I look forward to talking to you in the future. Me too. Thank you. So, um, let me just say this um, before I give you last words. It's been 
uh, transformational to have you present with us and to have you, you share the knowledge. Um, you are a bright light, even amidst the darkness. Mm, that's so sweet. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. I got who you were for after, you know, speaking to you for what, five minutes on the phone? Like, can't talk now, know who you are. <laughs> but we need you, we need you on the show. Yeah. And thank you for you got being, it right away. Yeah. And thank you for being so full of grace. Mm -hmm. And um so um anything you want to share with people, I will get your number uh, on the banner here again real quick so people can uh, reach out to you. Mm -hmm. uh, why don't you just tell people who aren't who are listening versus um you know watching uh, how to reach out to you. Yeah, so I offer uh, local and virtual sessions. I also have a group coaching program, and then I do systems change work if you want your organization to be more trauma-informed, uh, disability-inclusive, and, and utilize universal design. Um, individuals will contact. I get so many uh, interactions and contacts throughout the day, so much that I can't even keep up with it. Um, and I do reserve my time for my clients. My clients are who I am serving. So I offer free 15-minute uh, virtual consultations for those that I am working with. With emails, it's not trauma-informed to like write back and forth because I don't know your situation, nor is it ethical for me to write back and forth on social media. I love that people reach out to me, um, but I prefer to know more about your story in an in-depth conversation, and you deserve that. And so that's why I'm offering free consultations and then virtual uh, and local sessions and I'm launching or relaunching my signature group coaching program that is called the Reboot. And it is a um, nervous system retraining and integrative medicine healing through the body eight week program. Uh, eight weeks seems so, to be the key, doesn't it? <laughs> mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, so so I'm relaunching that so that it can be healing can be a little bit more accessible for folks. Um, you know, and so many people are looking for this type of work. And so this is a way for me to be able to provide this to the collective um, for those that are, are on a really a healing journey. And maybe they're not able to find a provider like me in their local community. So can you explain to, the, um, to, to people what is the reboot and what like give us like maybe a few bullet points about what that might look like? So it's a combination of trauma-informed nervous system retraining and integrative medicine practices. So it's an eight-week online class, and it's a healing journey that you will be taking through your nervous system to heal through the body. I'm very body-based. Okay. okay, so our, our, our trauma responses and stress responses create the stories and beliefs. And so some of it becomes, through, through this work, becomes unraveled. Um, because we're living unconsciously through our trauma responses. And then I'm also providing integrative medicine strategies. So sleep, food as medicine, movement as medicine, um, all of the all of the different strategies. I'm I'm a, just like a functional medicine doctor. I'm an provider, prescriber. And so I'm gonna bring in the herbs and the and all of the other things that, that are healing. And so it's it's the full deal. I love <laughs> it's it. How we heal. I love it. We um we should talk about how to collaborate offline. So um, let's do it. Yeah, for sure. And I think I have to start the the ending. So okay. Thank. Thanks you. for having me on. This was fun. It was so much fun. I'll connect you with uh, Dr. Debbie in a moment. Okay, great. Sixty seconds. Oh, gotta do this. There we go.
show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can all read me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. And second, watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. Dr. Debbie, to our family you in China, Japan, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiva, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci. Spain, gracias. Italy, grazie. Egypt, shukran. Ghana, medasi. Nigeria, eshe. South Africa, ngiabonga. Senegal, jaret. Kenya, asante. Israel, toda. Pakistan, shukriya. Afghanistan. Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.